the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. Hey, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You are on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website, at ShalomKlein.com. And while you're there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at ShalomKlein. It's going to be a jam-packed week, and I mean a jam-packed week of content and information. You will not want to miss the live show. You can call into the beautiful studio here in Elk Grove Village at 312-642-5600, 312-642-5600. And be sure to check out our sponsors at Tandem HR, your solution center. You can give them a call, 630 and visit their website, TandemHR.com. So I'm thrilled to be joined by my first guest, a man who believes he has found the secret to a perfect work-life balance. That's right. I'm thrilled to be joined by Joe Martin. Joe, welcome to the program. Shalom. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So uh, I've been uh, fascinated. I've been reading up uh, on your your process, and it's actually the title of your, your book, called Six Week Cycles, uh, which is, of course, available on Amazon, and we'll share more information with our listeners. But, Joe, let's start with the man behind the microphone. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I'm a TEDx speaker, author, and customer experience designer from Chicago. Started off as a web designer, built my way to an agency, did products, and then doing that process, just uh, kind of continued to look internally at my team to figure out what works best for us in, in life, which... Let me to write the book. Well, you're a busy guy, and I know that you, uh, as you just mentioned, you're an author of a book. You've, you, you speak regularly, including uh, TEDx, as you said, and you regularly give speeches, presentations, it sounds like, around the world about work-life balance, and that's something that I know all of our listeners need to learn a thing or two about. So I, I don't want to squeeze you for all the information that's in the book because we want to make sure that uh, people have something left to discover. But let's talk about some of those highlights that you've discovered and perhaps more importantly, how you've discovered it. What are some of those sure. most important uh, areas that you think uh, sort of you found improvement in your life? Uh, you know, I'll actually, I'm okay spoiling the whole book, Shulman, if that's okay. Well, okay, I'll, I'll take spoil, it. The whole, yeah, the whole thing is just planning. All you need to do is plan for six weeks of work, but then actually do the work that you've planned out in those six weeks. And when we can get that done, we started to see an increase in productivity. We started to see a better culture and even better communication. Just 
it's amazing what happens when everyone knows what they need to work on. So it's all about planning. It's that simple. It's it's the it's the one word solution, and it's a P word, and it's all about planning. Um, and so where does where does that? Uh, I believe you refer to it as that six week cycle. Where does the six week cycle come in, and why is that something that you emphasize so often? Oliver, on your website and really everything that when you search Joe Martin, you're going to see six-week cycle. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it uh, came down from running the company and trying to look at how time, how we use time. And I'm real big on just time in general, that I think that's the most important resource we have. And anything we do, we should be looking for that. And it was a Friday afternoon around three o'clock when one of my employees came to me and said, hey, Joe, what else, what else do you want me to work on? And I realized, like, I started scrambling. Do you ever do that, Shalom? Like, you just scramble to try and find something to fill the time? Absolutely. Like, I did that. And I realized at that moment, there was nothing I was going to give him that was more important than him going home and spending time with his daughter. That my inability to plan was leading to their inability to get stuff done. And so we started looking at more of a results-oriented work environment and seeing how we could do that. Uh, that's that's fantastic, and I know that uh, it you practice what you preach. You uh, you are very comfortable. You live a very comfortable life, as you said, uh, nicely settled down in in Chicago, and you utilize that six week cycle. And obviously, you have that balanced life uh, as well. Uh, I in particular, I'm, I'm interested in in that personal. Uh, that personal perspective over here. Uh, you talk a little bit um, in your book and on your website about your father, Michael. Um, yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit about sort of how his story inspired you to develop this six week cycle. Yeah, kind of kind of going the opposite. My my father started his own printing company, and he had a cot at the office. Like he would he would sleep there. He's sixty nine years old today and still working seven days a week. There's not a day that goes by that he doesn't go into the shop to go work on stuff. And I think that a lot of me, when I saw that, I was like, ah, I don't want that. I don't want to have to work all the time. I want to be able to get my stuff done and then go enjoy life. And so I think there's a a part of me that's chasing the past version of Joe that wanted to spend (laughs) a little more time with his dad. So his dad didn't have to work so much. And then there's a future version of me that eventually has kids and, wants the time to spend with those children. Absolutely. So, Joe, you uh, you travel all over, as we've talked about. Um, you've written the book. You uh, Surely you hear from people all over the country, all over the world, um, that chime in with their feedback. Probably some people are argumentative, and they say, no, you have it all wrong. You need to, you need to, you're not working hard enough. There's something wrong with your approach. Obviously, there will always be naysayers out there, but I'm curious to hear these success yeah. stories. Tell us a little bit about some of the people uh, that perhaps in an audience or, or people that have, that have written to you. Has the six-week cycle worked well for people? It has. And there's a company in Chicago I've been working with. They've implemented it at the beginning of this year. And they saw in the first in the first cycle alone that they started running this, that already the team was like, wait a second, you're telling me that if I bust my butt for six weeks for you, you're going to let me take two weeks of breathing room? <laughs> and, and they did it. That, that it's, it's amazing when you just talk about that idea. And, I, and when I get the, I definitely get the argumentative side of it, of people saying this doesn't work for us. But then that's fine. I, don't, I do not think six and two is the magical formula. I think it's something that works for us. But more importantly, just what are companies doing? When do we actually give people time to be involved with their family? Like 
so I, I look through the, the essentially the worker experience of someone who has kids and, oh, that is exhausting. That is so like, you have to wake up in the morning, take care of your kid, go to work nine to five, come back, take care of your kid at night. On the weekend, try and take care of the house, run errands, go see family, take care of the children the whole time. And then I expect these people to come back in Monday morning refreshed and ready to work? No, where is the break? Where is their chance to, to relax and to, to take care of themselves? Uh, it's uh, it's it's always <laughs> fascinating to hear people's uh, sort of uh, r- stories and, and perspective. So uh, you you talked a little bit about some of your goals and uh, and obviously you have a plan for your productive life. Um, what's where do you hope to see yourself in five years from now? First of all, will there be another book? Will there be more uh, from Joe Martin uh, that we can expect uh, <laughs> that we can expect to see? Uh, no second book lined up right now, but I'll let you know how it's going. I'm actually experimenting with six week cycles in my relationship. So we're going to, we're going to see how that goes. Actually working with my girlfriend and setting goals over those six weeks of things we want to do and things we want to get done. So maybe there'll be a, a personal six week cycles version coming out in the future. Oh, fascinating, fascinating. So believe it or not, we are just about out of time, and I want to make sure that our listeners know how they can get a copy of the book. And I know that uh, your personality of, uh, of sharing, as you said, that secret sauce is not just limited to our show, but I know on your website you have a lot of great resources. How can people learn more, and how can people uh, get a copy of the book? Oh, real easy. All they have to do is say hi to me. They can visit hijomartin.com, and they'll find everything they need. Oh, well, that's very friendly of you. HiJoeMartin.com. That's where people can get a copy of the book, The Six-Week Cycle. And uh, Joe, really appreciate you coming on the program and sharing, uh, as you said, the secret sauce and sharing all that information. You are a uh, prominent speaker, author, and there is a lot about you uh, and the uh, and the and uh, that message that you have of a six-week cycle of being more productive uh, out there. And I encourage all of our listeners to find out more online. Once again, you can see uh, the book at HiJoeMartin.com. Joe, thanks for joining us on the program. I appreciate you letting me rant there, Shalom. Thank you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And coming up after the break, we'll be chatting with the president of North Shore University Health System, Skokie Hospital. That's right. I have Dave Rye on the, on the line with me, and uh, he'll be joining me in just a little bit uh, to talk all about uh, North Shore University Health System's community wellness initiatives, community outreach initiatives. Looking forward to that discussion. As mentioned, we are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. You can find them online, tandemhr.com, or give them a call, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510. And be sure to check out my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can find podcasts from this program, five years of shows, lots of great guests, and share it with a friend, share it with a colleague. And while you're there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at Shalom Klein. Uh, we are the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and uh, we'll be back in just a moment dave rio will be joining me on the line as well as a conversation with scott holtz uh, where we'll be talking all about websites and how they can be used to power your small business power your entrepreneurial endeavors we'll be right back and get down to business the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship chicago don't touch that dial Hey, welcome back to Get Down to Business. I'm your host, Shalom Klein. And as promised, I'm thrilled to be joined by Dave Raya, the president of the North Shore University Health Systems, Skokie Hospital, and my friend. Dave, welcome to the program. 
Shalom. Great to be with you, and uh, thank you for your service. Great to have you back home. <laughs> it's great to be home. It's great to be home. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And Dave, you are uh, actively involved in the community. Uh, you and I uh, are involved in many community activities together, which is exactly uh, as uh, your organization, uh, Skokie Hospital, uh, is sort of... Uh, sets an example um, for community engagement. So I'm, I'm thrilled to have you on the program to talk a little bit about it. Um, Dave, uh, let's talk uh, a little bit about you first and uh, what led you to, uh, to your current role at the hospital. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, Shalom, I've uh, been in healthcare now for over 30 years. I actually uh, started working after school in an orthopedic doctor's office. Uh, uh, that led me to want to become a physical therapist. And, and so I uh, went, got my undergrad and master's in physical therapy and practiced as a physical therapist for many years, uh, all in uh, non-for-profit health systems, uh, doing anything from uh, wound care to neurological rehab, uh, amputees, uh, and orthopedics. Uh, but I always had this leadership itch, uh, and uh, that led me to go get my MBA. Uh, I spent, uh, got my MBA in healthcare management uh, with the healthcare management concentration. I was at uh, Mount Sinai in the Sinai Health System in Schwab Rehabilitation Hospital, uh, and, and then I got uh, a great opportunity uh, here at North Shore University Health System about 10 years ago uh, as the vice president of North Shore Glenbrook Hospital. I uh, became a senior vice president there, and then really a, a great honor and privilege to become the president here at uh, North Shore Skokie Hospital in April of 2018. It's been a, it's been a great ride. Uh, healthcare is kind of uh, is a lifelong passion for me, uh, and frankly, I don't think I know how to do anything else, and so I might as well get good at it. Well, you are certainly very, very passionate um, uh, regarding healthcare, and you've, as you said, you've spent your career um, in a variety of different roles, um, obviously, certainly uh, being involved, as you said, on the physical therapy side. Um, but now as the president in the hospital, you have the opportunity to engage uh, perhaps a little bit more with community to uh, to, to be out and about. And, and in Skokie, uh, Skokie Hospital, uh, my listeners know that how passionate I am about, uh, about the Skokie community. Uh, Skokie Hospital plays a major role as a major employer and as a major provider. And uh, I, it's really with that role in mind that I wanted to talk to you today. Um, believe it or not, I can't believe we're in September already. And that's a, an interesting uh, time of year when people are starting to perhaps uh, change their closets and the stuff that's in there and starting to get ready for uh, the school year and starting to get ready for winter and so on. And that means that uh, there will be a perhaps a variety of different activities that people will be engaged with and perhaps some illnesses and some injuries that go along with it. As much as we'd love to say that will not be the case, we know it will be. So let's talk about um, some of the community uh, initiatives that are taking place. I know that uh, North Drive, I'm seeing all these signs popping up um, on, on the streets, not just uh, in hospitals, but I'm seeing North Shore taking storefronts. What's going in around the community? Yeah, uh, very, very good observation, uh, Shalom. And, and being integrated in the community is very important to us. Uh, uh, making sure that the community has convenient access to care when they need it uh, and what they need. So you're seeing in storefronts, uh, North Shore opening up uh, immediate care centers. And this is in response to um, community and, and patient demand. Uh, pa- patients 
number one, don't want to come to an emergency room if they for just a sore throat or a sprained ankle or a broken bone. Uh, and two, uh, they want to make sure they have convenient hours uh, that fits around their work schedule, their family schedule, their life schedule. Uh, and, and this is North Shore's response to uh, how to meet a community need. Uh, in the Skokie community, uh, we've opened two immediate care centers, uh, one in Lincoln Village Shopping Center, 6071 North Lincoln Avenue, uh, the second in Skokie Commons, uh, 3304 West Chewy Avenue. Uh, these facilities are open seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., and on weekends, 8 a.m. Uh, to 5 p.m. Uh, something, Shalom, you and I have had a conversation about making sure um, we, as, as we are in tune to all the needs of all the communities we serve uh, across North shore. Uh, given uh, the observant uh, Jewish community, uh, we wanted to make sure that our staff were trained uh, and are cognizant of how do we take care of uh, not only from a medical standpoint, but how to also meet spiritual needs of uh, and, and customs of patients who are observing the Sabbath. Uh, and, and our staff have gone through uh, training and competencies to be cognizant and sensitive. Absolutely. Uh, and I know that um, you your, your team certainly goes way above and beyond uh, to make sure that it is reflective um, and, and servicing uh, truly the, the community needs. In fact, I believe you have a community advisory committee for each of your hospitals um, made up of community leaders, um, which is certainly impressive. And surely it's with that feedback and that input um, that you can provide those services. But let's talk also about some of the community wellness initiatives. I know I've seen um, uh, partnerships with the uh, Village of Skokie's health department in the past uh, trying to fight uh, obesity in the community. What are some of the initiatives that are taking place right now? Yeah, as you mentioned, Shalom, uh, we do have a community advisory committee at each of our four hospitals, and we uh, complete a regular community health needs assessment, uh, utilizing and getting input from various community stakeholders, um, clinical and non-clinical, uh, to understand what are the needs out there in the community. Uh, what what bubbles up year after year um, from the community health needs assessment, uh, you mentioned obesity, um, diabetes, uh, making sure especially our youth, are eating healthy and staying active. And anything we can do to promote um, healthy living, uh, being active, getting regular exercise, um, we... A couple of our physicians sponsored and started uh, Rethink Your Drink. Uh, how do we encourage those in our community to uh, think about sugary beverages, especially our youth, uh, and, and, and not uh, cut down the amount of calories and sugar uh, that leads to lifelong illness? Instead, looking at just good old-fashioned water uh, to hydrate. Um, the second example I would give that, uh, that seems to always be an opportunity is mental health. Uh, and behavioral health. And so we, one of the things that I've always loved about healthcare, healthcare is a team sport. They're, they're really, you can't do anything as a sole organization or a sole individual. It really is a collection of, of, uh, of disciplines, doctors, nurses, therapists, tech, technicians, but it's also uh, bringing in other organizations uh, to partner with them and how do you deliver on the same mission. So we have many partnerships uh, in the Skokie community and across the North Shore service area uh, in mental health. And I think about Turning Point uh, and the great work that uh, that team does there now with the Heartland um, 
uh, federally qualified health center uh, right there on Skokie Boulevard. We've had great partnership with Erie Family Health. As a matter of fact, um, they are now training our family medicine residents, and our residents uh, will be learning from that facility, and we have a great partnership there, and that is everything from mental health to physical health to dental health. Uh, and so finding ways how to partner with members of our community, with other great organizations in the community that have a like-minded mission that individually we can do good, but if we come together, we can do even greater. Uh, and that's something that uh, I think we're going to continue to look for opportunities because it, it just makes the communities that we all serve uh, healthier. Absolutely. Absolutely. And from that, uh, on, on that note, uh, talking obviously about the, the areas that, that North Shore is taking a, a step to try to, as you said, uh, fight diabetes, fight obesity, and so on. I want to talk about, uh, as I always try to emphasize, how the community can get involved. And uh, I know that there's a, uh, there's a blood bank, there's uh, volunteering opportunities. Let's talk about how, uh, how the community can step up and play a role and, uh, and perhaps uh, have a, a good volunteer opportunity. We always talk about giving back on this program. Yeah, giving back is, is huge. So going back to uh, how healthcare very much is a team sport, uh, I would encourage anybody in the community to uh, really ask themselves, what are they passionate about? Uh, specifically, is it mental health? Is it um, uh, comforting those who are in the hospital who need some, who might be little, need some wayfinding or need some comfort while they're going through an anxious experience? Is it pediatrics? Uh, and and reach out to us here at Skokie Hospital. We have a very robust uh, volunteer program. Uh, we would love more volunteers. We are always looking for more volunteers, and we will match your uh, interests with what our needs are. Uh, but look for other organizations across uh, our community. Uh, based on what your passion is, uh, call up Turning Point, call up Erie, call up, uh, pick an organization that uh, meets your personal mission and see what you can do to help and contribute. Uh, it's going to be gratifying for you, but you're going to make a difference in other people's lives. That's fantastic. Once again, Dave Raya, uh, the president of North Shore University Health System, Skokie Hospital. Dave, thanks for joining us. I know folks can find uh, out more about volunteering, getting involved. NorthShore.org. Thank you so much for joining us on this Labor Day weekend. We'll be sure to have you back on real soon. Hey, welcome back to Get Down to Business. We are the program all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my good friend, uh, Scott Holtz, uh, the, uh, the head honcho at, uh, believe it or not, the company name is The Holtz Group. I wonder, that must be a coincidence. Scott, welcome to the program. Yeah, small coincidence that it is. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. It's long overdue to have you on the program. Uh, we are going to talk about a bunch of things. Um, as uh, as promised earlier in the program, we are going to talk about websites, but also would love to talk about community as well. Um, we'll have plenty of opportunity to do that. But Scott, uh, it is uh, September, and uh, I'm going to talk about this uh at the very, very end of the program. But that means that according to my calculation, there's approximately 77 productive days until the end of the year. That means that a small business owner that wants to make a big bang before the end of the year has better get cracking. Right. Right. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to get ready for. And, you know, uh, one of the things that hits kind of in the middle of it all is uh, Small Business Saturday. Uh, That's going to be an opportunity for all small businesses to get out there and shine. That's the Saturday after uh, Thanksgiving, um, 
where instead of hitting the mall, we urge everybody to go out and, and, and frequent and really spend some money at a small business because it's really small business that keeps the community thriving. Um, so on so many different levels. So that's my, that's my, that's my preach there, but if that, you, that's you know, right. If I even wanted to prepared. talk business and I said, we'll talk community later, but you couldn't hold back. You wanted to talk community now, which is, well, uh, which that, is why I love the you, man. Perfect lead in for that one. That was just the perfect lead in for that one. But you no, know, I own a small business. So, you know, between, but, but besides the Holtz group, we, uh, uh, my wife and I own a, a yoga studio in, in downtown Skokie. So it, everything that I do from, owning a hosting company to designing websites to dealing with social media to helping people with email uh blasts to you know getting your electronic message out applies to a small business where people would walk in the door because that's that that's how you want to get people in it certainly does so let's talk websites i know you have uh you have worked with me on a number of projects and they are uh, shining examples of your incredibly professional work and all those examples are of course on your website which we'll share with our listeners in a couple of minutes, but let's talk a little bit about uh, your your background, your approach, and and why, most importantly, why a small business owner that is just as you said before, small businesses are the backbone of our community. Ever, small business owners are busy. They're focused on trying to service their right. clients. Why should somebody take the right. time and the money to build a website if they're just busy servicing customers? You still need to be able to find those customers, and 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 the the, the electronic billboard of the, of the internet has become what the the yellow pages and the business listing directories used to be in the past. And you you aren't going to be able to meet everyone, and eventually your LinkedIn network is going to hit a wall where you've met everyone, and the and the possibilities are starting to dwindle. So you've got to, you've got to be able to reach out and and get more of them. To have that strong internet uh, presence, to create that compulsion to speak to you or to buy your product, opens the opportunity up to a much larger possibilities. Um, and small businesses can't just depend on the business that comes in the door anymore. Uh, they've got to be able to continue to grow that business. Absolutely, and and a model for a good website is a is a website that that that's frequented. Regularly, of course, it does require commitment of updating the information. There's no question right. that after the right. website is built, um, bottom line, people need to take ownership over it. But, uh, Scott, you've been involved. You talked about Skokie. We just had uh, Dave Rahia, the, the president of Skokie Hospital, on the program. Um, we, we certainly are very Skokie-centric on this program. Yeah. Um, but uh, you built a beautiful website for, uh, for downtown Skokie, um, and yeah. you are very, very proud of the uh, podcasts uh, that, that you've hosted and continue right. to host um, uh, featuring uh, folks that are uh, involved in community, um, it's called. It's you know, Skokie. we just finished. We just finished episode forty-one, and episode forty-two will be with John Lockerbie. We finally, we finally got the assistant village manager to, or excuse me, the village <laughs> manager to come on. I still want to. I still want to give him his old title from years ago. I've known him that long. We finally got him to come on, um, and we're going to talk about economic development in Skokie. Uh, Last week, we sat down with uh, two business owners, John and Will Haven, who own, I think, the longest, the oldest member of the Skokie Chamber of Commerce. I think that is a, I think that's a, a, a quite a feat for them. So, you know, what we do with the It's Skokie project, and I do with other clients, is I create digital content to propagate a website that we created, itsskokie.com, to uh, get people in and understand the good things about Skokie. 
it's really for people outside Skokie to learn about Skokie. But what the podcast has turned in, and incidentally, thank you for being a guest. But what the podcast has turned into is an opportunity for me to share my secret power of how I get all this information. Because typically my friends only like me because I know what's going on. And then once they know what's going on, they move on. I'm, I'm kidding about that, <laughs> but it is, it, it, it is kind of common. So if I can share that knowledge, that's what the Skokie project is. And then the downtown Skokie project really puts the downtown Skokie.com project. Um, it puts the, the website in place for all the merchants in downtown. So we can kind of look like a cohesive package, even though we are a bunch of small businesses struggling every day uh, to get customers to come in that door sure. um, and, 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 and pushing hard to keep it up to date. Now, you said something about updating websites that I wanted to just backtrack to. Before Scott, we we're going to have to squeeze in a very quick break. Um, I, I yep, got to uh, squeeze in a couple of announcements, but you are a man with many websites yourself. As you yeah. said, uh, you've got the, uh, the It's Skokie podcast. You, uh, you own a hosting company, a website company, a man of many hats, Scott Holtz. We'll be right back and get down to business. Don't touch that dial. Back on Get Down to Business, a show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Uh, you could always get on my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from the past five years, five plus years of shows with hundreds of fantastic business owners. Uh, lots of great information, including uh, my friend Scott Holtz, who is back on the program. Scott, as we said uh, before we took that very quick break, you're a man of many hats. You talked about the yoga studio in downtown Skokie. You talked about beautiful downtown Skokie and the uh, podcast yes, you've you. been hosting and uh, website design services. What we did not touch on yet is the uh, is the hosting uh, options that you provide as well. Scott, let's talk about that and uh, and the story behind Evanston Host. Well, I stumbled onto this. Uh, it was owned by a friend and his family, and they owned it for years. And I like to do business locally, so I found Evanston Host, which is one, you know, one suburb over from Skokie. Um, and I ended up doing a lot of business with them. And then it, when they were ready to retire, I got a message saying, we're shutting it down. You need to move everybody's websites. And that would have been a monumental undertaking. And in my eyes, not billable hours for a client. So it was a, a decision that I made to purchase the company. And over the period of the first year, we really spent time making sure the hardware was right and making sure that the software was right and that everything was in the right place at the right time. And knock wood for me, everyone, but <laughs> we've really had some very reliable service. The beauty of host hosting with Evanston Host, which is part of the Holtz Group, is I'm a website design, designer and developer also. So if something happens to your website, we're small enough that it's me that answers the phone. Um, we can usually help you. And being a royal we in that case, we can usually help you very quickly get your website or your email back up and running again. We do not have trouble tickets. It is, it's a, it's an instantaneous fix. If you can, when, 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 when we're on the phone, the, also the beauty is, is because it's so small. If I haven't, <coughs> excuse me, if I haven't heard the problem pop up from anybody else, you're either my first red flag or it's something very simply tied to your account. So we can find it pretty quickly and move forward. So there's a lot of benefits to that, that I have found as a website developer, especially as a developer, I can host your website in place, and when you're ready to go live, we just pull that coming soon page off, and there it is. And um, 
the, the beauty of it is your email can be up and running and all of that while we're building the website. And I could vouch for that, uh, having worked with, uh, worked with you, Scott, on uh, many projects, including a website uh, that we, uh, we, we partnered on for a client uh, that just went live this past week. Um, and all the examples, of course, as mentioned, can be found on your website, which we'll share in just a moment. So with Evanston Host, you are a full-service shop. Uh, that means that you can do everything in providing high-quality web hosting, yes. website design, development, and as you just talked about, Scott, uh, the best support around, which uh, and the best support around provided by a local small business owner, which uh, you've certainly emphasized uh, quite a bit. Uh, so, Scott, you uh, you're certainly very passionate about community when uh, when you're not responding to uh, to emails and any you know, trouble, uh, you know, troubleshooting uh, a client's problem or being proactive on on a client's needs. Um, people can find you uh, out and about uh, yeah. in in uh, beautiful downtown Skokie or uh, walking down the lake in uh, in Rogers Park. Uh, you're you're a man about town and and you're all about solving people's problems. You talked about um, you talked about Small Business Saturday earlier. Uh, let's go back to that for a moment. Um, why sure. are you so passionate about community? I grew up in a small town. My grandfather had a shoe store. I, I saw how his business helped the businesses around him. I saw how everybody could pull together, but still, you know, it was important to run your own business, but there was a way to help your others. And I, I look at everybody around me as neighbors, just like residential neighbors. You're, you're in it. You're in it for each other in this case. Um, and when it comes to Small Business Saturday in downtown Skokie, there really isn't a draw. So the first year we were there, we um, turned the yoga studio into a pop-up gift shop and invited uh, 10 local arts and crafts and, and food vendors into the studio for just a four or five hour period. And we did a pop-up gift shop, something that downtown Skokie had never seen. Last year, we did pop-up gift shops in, I think, six storefronts. This year, we're still hammering out the plans, but it, it really helps bring attention to downtown Skokie and get people in. Um, you know, the one that we do before that is the Halloween event. And I, I can honestly say we were the first community on the North Shore, North Side, who bought bags of candy for every store and every business on downtown Skokie that wanted to participate, regardless if you were a member or not. Warned you, you needed to buy a couple of more bags. And then on the Saturday before Halloween, pulled the handle back and over 600 kids came through downtown Skokie. And every one of the parents said, I didn't even know this was here. So it was a really wonderful way to get outreach for a very small investment of a couple bags of candy. And we've talked on this program. I've had so many different guests uh, on from uh, from all of the local communities that uh, those of you listening uh, call home. And the reality is that small businesses are your convenience stores. That means that, yes, is it easy to order something online on Amazon or one of the other uh, websites? Uh, absolutely. But when you, uh, when you think that you have a craving for X and perhaps you're part of the, one of the many diverse communities uh, that call a neighborhood like Skokie home and you want that immediately, right now, you want to walk outside and you want to go there, the only way to ensure that it will be there is by supporting it. And that's why right. you need to uh, visit on Small Business Saturday, uh, that, that, the, that day uh, right around that Black Friday and Giving Tuesday and, and Cyber Monday. Uh, that's the day mm -hmm. that you need to get out there and there needs to be a strong show of support. 
um, for every the local town, small businesses. Every town. Absolutely. Every so, town. Scott, I want to make those, sure those our listeners can uh, can find you online. Um, what's your website where people can uh, can find you? So you can find links to everything through the Holtz Group website. So it's Holtz, G-R-P, H-O-L-T-Z, G-R-P.com. I appreciate that. Holtz, G-R-P.com. Uh, Scott, thanks so much for uh, for joining me on the program, and thanks for all that you do uh, in the community. We'll be sure to have you back on to talk more, uh, perhaps before Small Business Saturday. Oh, that would be great. I would love to. And any at any time, you know what, how I end every conversation. Anytime I can do anything for you, just let me know. Uh, appreciate it, Scott. Uh, you, uh, I know you mean it. Uh, HaltzGRP.com. We're going to be back talking about those 77 days remaining. Well, welcome back. We've talked with some fantastic people. Joe Martin, who talked about the six-week cycle. We've talked with Dave Raya from North Shore University Health System and uh, just chatted with Scott Holtz of the Holtz Group. Uh, we certainly talked all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship, and I hope you found the conversation helpful. Well, welcome to September. Um, while it does have that fresh start feeling, it's important to recognize that for most of us, depending on your work week, and upcoming vacation days, there are approximately 77 days until the year end. While January has that I have a whole year feeling, September is crunch time. And that means you want to make the most of it and create a plan that you can execute to reach your financial goals. Your plan doesn't have to be complicated, and it doesn't have to involve hours of your time. So uh, obviously, you have to know how many sales must be completed in order to reach your revenue goal. Um, and there's a lot of good resources out there um, to number crunch uh, all of your goals and make sure that you're setting things up for success. But once you know how many sales you need to close and how many prospects you'll need to speak with, it's time to sit down and be 100% honest with yourself. You can do this quietly on your own or ask a trusted colleague or coach to join you. Um, their support and insights can help you keep it real. So here's the questions you want to answer to maximize the next 77 days. Is my financial goal still achievable? If it is, congratulations. If it's not, it's time to beat yourself up and get stuck in guilt, regret, or anger. I'm just kidding. It's not that time. Goals created in the optimism of January can be unrealistic and may be impacted by unanticipated business or personal challenges. We can all relate. In order to maximize the time that's left, change your goal. Congratulate yourself for being honest and stay energized. So what are the exact steps necessary to reach that goal? There's a lot of information out there about not creating a lengthy to-do list. Fair enough. But without a master list of what needs to be done in the next 77 days, you won't make it happen. Use whatever works, a spreadsheet, a notebook, a Word document. Don't limit the list. You can revise it as you move forward. What are the deadlines? While you have 77 days, you can't leave everything until the last minute. If part of reaching your financial goal is speaking with your prospects, and on average, a prospect becomes a client in 40 days, you need to load your first 40 days with tons of prospecting. Map this out on a whiteboard, calendar, large piece of paper showing the activities that needs to happen each month and week. And are your deadlines realistic? Answering this question is difficult and having a trusted colleague or coach provide feedback is ideal. Your map of deadlines needs to include some flexible time for projects that take longer than planned, for snow days, for relaxation, for the unexpected. And do you need help? For some, this is a very difficult question to answer. Perhaps you like to control everything, or you worry about spending money on additional contractors or consultants or staff. Or maybe you think it's a sign of failure to tell your manager you need help. 
Get over it. Great team players let their managers know when help is needed, and successful business owners recognize when they can't do it alone. Money spent on support helps you stay strong, energized, and able to reach or exceed your goals. What kind of help do you need? This could be anything at all, from making sales calls or maintaining marketing efforts to housekeeping, meal preparation at home. Again, be honest about how you can best use your skills, time, and energy to reach your goals, then start to delegate the rest. Should you make changes to your existing team? Executive chefs know how to do this quickly. When every restaurant table is full and the person in charge of appetizers can't keep up, a switch is made. Look at your team. Can someone be more effective in a different role? Are you using everyone to their full potential? Answering these questions during the first week of September will indeed set you up for a well-deserved success by December 20th. And reaching your goal will energize you for 2020 and beyond. So I'm curious what you think. Contact me through my website, shalomkline.com. Um, you can tweet me at Shalom Klein, um, and I'll be linking to all of our fantastic guests on Get Down to Business through that website. Uh, as mentioned, we've been on the air for over five years, and that means we, we have some fantastic guests, interviews, lots of great information. Don't be selfish. Don't hold it to yourself. Share it with a friend, a colleague, a neighbor. Um, and be sure also to check out our sponsors at Tandem HR, your solution center. Give them a call, 630-928-0510. Visit their website, tandemhr.com. To success, let's get down to business. We'll talk to you next Sunday. We have a great lineup, uh, and you won't want to miss a minute of it. Get Down to Business. We'll be back on Sunday at 6 p.m. Enjoy your Labor Day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.